Oh, hey, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. It's Kim Wade. I am coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, uh, it is Tuesday. We got a lot to talk about here, folks. Uh, uh, <laughs> First of all, we need to announce and make the world aware of that our friend and yours, Buddy Brown, has released a new song called Bad Week for Snowflakes, which I just sent to my producer. Or actually, I'm sending it to him. And uh, we're going to play a clip from that uh, song there, the Buddy Brown's newest release. This guy, I told you he's very prolific. He's a prolific writer. Uh, I'd imagine uh, that explains the uh, empty beer cans in the bed truck of uh, the truck of his uh, bed. bit. Back of his truck, let's put it like that. And uh, so I don't know if he's collecting Luneman cans or he's just throwing them back there. But anyway, that could very well be the inspiration for all this work that he's putting out there. As I said before, he's got a lot of hits out. I mean, these are these are substantial songs. I mean, you know, the guy has creative ability, so you got to give him his props. But anyway, uh, we're going to be playing that so you guys can get an uh, opportunity to hear it first uh, here at WYAB. Huh? No, no. Uh, let me give it to you here. What's your name again? Cliff. Uh, here you go. That's it. Yeah, he's. My, I should have sent it to him earlier, uh, but I was distracted, you know, in uh, show prep, as it were. Of course, this was. <laughs> my producer rolls his eyes. Anyway, he's going to get that ready for us, but we do have a lot to talk about. Oh, in the 5 o'clock hour, I'm going to have to say this for the 5 o'clock hour because I want certain people to be in attendance. This is to my fellow co-host over there at WMPR, uh, particularly those co-hosts who are in opposition to Jackson Public Schools making Rowan Middle School available to uh, the Midtown Charter School. And I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to com- make a few more comments on that, but I want them to be in the audience or somebody, or certainly Master D will relay the message to them. Yeah, but I, we'll talk about that in the five o'clock hour. But it needs to be said because it, it, it kind of ties together a lot of what's going wrong in our in, in the so-called black community. Yeah, you know, we always blame Whitey first thing off the bat. He's either Whitey or Putin. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm hell-bent on breaking that up at the door. Why would you want to do that, Kim? Because we're not making any progress. We're flatlining. It's dead. Wasting time. Not only that are we wasting time and resources. We're ticking off people who could very well be in a position or want to be in a position to help. And the folks who are doing all this crying and whining, the pennies that they're making from all this just constant jaw jacking, it ain't even worth it. Well, it's worth it to them because they're keeping the pennies. But it's not worth it to the greater community. And uh, to the extent that I can, two hours a day, five days a week while I'm on these airways, I'm breaking this crap up at the door. You can call me anti-black. Or I don't care. We're not going gonna to do this for another 60 years, Hoss. You can bank on that. But anyway, we'll get into that in the second hour. But in the meantime, as you know, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter and it's caused the heads of uh, uh, liberals to explode because they know. And these are all the people who always talk about, well, we have uh, rights as American. We have freedom of speech. They don't want anybody else to talk. Man, screw these. Um, no, we can't say screw these people, but we're not thinking about these people. OK, we're going to give them the proverbial. Ant. That's the uh, arm gestures, putting one hand across uh, the forearm, across the uh, uh, 
the bow of the、uh, uh, arm, the elbow, if you will. So I'm going to go to all you folks who、uh, oppose Elon. The, what is it? Elon's come and hide your Twitter account. But in the meantime, what we're going to do, we're going to let Buddy Brown express it as only Buddy Brown could do. Mr. Producer, are you ready? Folks, listen up. This is Buddy's new release. What's going on, everybody? Now, being a proud member of the suspended account community on Twitter, I was pretty pumped to find out what happened yesterday with Elon buying the whole thing and taking it over. You know, it turns out that free speech is still alive and well. It just cost $44 billion. <laughs> I,、um, I think it's a really, really terrible, bad week for liberals. But it's a great week for a new song. Hope y'all enjoy this. Here we go. He's got purple hair, had seven vaccines, logs on to Twitter, and what does he see? Right wingers back from suspended accounts. He panics and screams and he starts freaking now. Run to your safe spaces and be afraid. Elon just took over Twitter today. Let's shut down the left wing, let's hear from the right. 10,000 accounts back in business tonight. <laughs> We're all sick and tired of communist punks working for Disney and CNN Plus. So take off your mask, go jump on a flight, and smile at those snowflakes who took all your rights. Run to your safe spaces and be afraid. Elon just took over Twitter today. Let's shut down the left wing, let's hear from the right. 10,000 accounts back in business tonight. Now, all of you liberals repeat after me. Say, Elon's my daddy and I love free speech. Who's your daddy? Now, all of you liberals repeat after me. Say, Elon's my daddy. Who's your daddy? The good people won. Now it's time to dance. The red wave is coming. They're pissing their pants. Let's go uncensored. Now we got control. Let's show all the snowflakes who's running this show. Run to your safe spaces and be afraid. Elon just took over Twitter today. Let's shut down the left wing. Let's hear from the right. 10,000 accounts back in business tonight. All of you liberals repeat after me. Say, Elon's my daddy and I love free speech. Now, all of you liberals repeat after me. Say, Elon's my daddy and I love free speech. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> folks, we're on a roll. I told you, folks, didn't I tell you, wait for the big play, wait for the、uh, interception, wait for the turnover? It's going to happen. And it's happening now. The right is rallying. We're pushing the, the degenerates back up on their heels. They're breaking out and uh, uh, crying and acting a fool. All we need to do is continue to press on. I told you they were paper tigers. These people are not the be all. All we need to do is just bow up, be unmovable, unstoppable. This taking over of Twitter, folks, is no small potatoes. With the advent of social truth, or what is it, true media, what is it, Donald Trump's,、uh, his uh, webpage, or whatever it is, social media website, Gitter and、uh, Parler and Inst- not Instagram, but、um, Telegram. Folks, there's going to be a different ballgame going forward. Now, one of the things that's really needed now more than ever is for you, and this is something that's not, that, that, that does not come normal or easy. For conservatives, people with a conservative mindset. 
They're not followers. They're doers. They're leaders. But now, at some point, you're going to have to submit yourself. You're going to have to yield. You've got to check your ego at the door and yield to the voice of leadership and command. Now, there's good reason not to trust a lot of these people out here. But at the same time, we also have to recognize the stakes that we're involved in that, that's on the table right now, which is our freedoms. And they're going, we're going to have to have some、uh, relationships and alliances, even, even though it,、uh, true social is what it's called. Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate it.、Uh, true social by、uh, President Trump. That's his new website. Which is going to be uh, uh, married to Twitter in some form or fashion at some point. They're using the same technology as it were.、Uh, and they're using the,、uh, um, what do they call it? The blockchain technology、uh, that's going to make uh, uh, falsifying uh, uh, data using bots and everything else a little bit harder. And I'm digressing from my original point about, but here's, a, here's something needs to be brought out. With the advent of、uh, Elon Musk taking over Twitter, Uh, what we're going to find out about how they use the,、uh, lo- the uh, logarithms to manipulate us. And you know what? I've been trying to tell black folks for the longest. They've been using blacks,、uh, bots rather, on black uh, 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 social media and media in general for years. When you hear Steve Harvey and D.L. Hughley and all the morning hosts saying the same stupid stuff, when you hear Joy Reid saying the same stupid stuff, and then when you look on your, your uh, uh, feeds, And all you get is the same old woe is me, blame whitey, white folks bad, and yada, yada, yada. Folks, those are bots. And when, they, when somebody like、um, uh, Ice Cube or Kanye does something to get off the plantation, and you get supposedly all these angry black voices, these are, these are bots being used. But black folks can't figure it out. In all the years we've been in this country, We still hadn't figured out that the Democrat Party and those who, who subscribe to the philosophy and policies and legislation of the Democrat Party are not, not only are they not black people's friend, they're not a friend of life. But because we're slow on the pickup, we will always be slaves. Again, that's the story of Esau and Jacob. God told Rebecca there's two types of people in your belly one's going to serve the other. And what did Esau do? The first day, first time he had a bad hunting season, excuse me, bad day hunting, first thing he did was brought against the store. He went and ate Jacob's porridge. Jacob, on, on, on Esau's good day, hey,、uh, Esau, look like you caught three deer there today.、Uh, tell you what, you got two females and one male. Tell you what, I'll buy, one of the, I'll buy the female from you. I'll buy one of those females from you. Then eventually, Jacob was able to buy a male and a female, then he started breeding them. So he had a stable full of deer. But Esau said, I don't need his deer. I can go out and catch one anytime I want. Well, one day he wasn't on his game. He didn't come home with anything he needed to eat. Sold his birthright. That's what black people do all the time <laughs> sell their birthright, which is what I'm going to touch on in the five o'clock hour when I talk about JPS and uh, uh, Rowan Middle School and how black folks. Are actually have sold themselves back into slavery. In fact, we're around there pulling on the bars trying to get back into slavery. Subscribing and order from Amazon, the tightest change you got. Our number is 
Zero two. Let's let's take a call. Let's go to Willie. What do you say, Willie? Hey, Kim. How are you? I'm doing great, my friend. Great, great, Kim. I was thinking. I heard uh, something on radio. They were talking about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yeah. And I heard this black uh, newscaster said about uh, uh, as if he's going to uh, have. Uh, Bring white supremacists back and things like that, just voice their opinion and all of that. And I was wondering, I said, now, it is amazing that, you know, I was brought up in Mississippi uh, back in the, in the 50s. And I remember when we kind of were, we're kind of suppressed our speech, you know, we weren't able to speak freely. But things have changed a lot now. And I'm, but then I went in the military and spent 20 some years there. And and I was glad that I was there because they taught us about the, uh, about the Constitution and democracy and the freedom of speech, and, and which then had changed before I even left the state right. the, to go in the military. But then I, I noticed now, I said, well, now then you blacks were allowed to, had to, in this 50s, kind of refrain from uh, voicing their true opinion about things. I said, but now... This is amazing to hear this black lady on TV last night say he's going to uh, 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 suppress uh, free speech. And I'm saying, wait now. I remember years, not too many years ago, where, and even now, where people couldn't go on college campuses to speak if they were a conservative. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to hear that. They want to shut that speech down. I remember when uh, uh, conservatives now want to voice their opinion or put something on Twitter that or Google or anything like that, and they were shut down. Mm -hmm. So they were, they were, uh, they were limiting speech. Yep. And I'm saying, this is amazing. And now this man is saying, I want to open up these channels, these avenues, where people can voice their opinion. You don't have to agree with me. Even even heard him say, listen, if you don't even support me, come on and voice your opinion because this is, you have the right, you have the freedom of speech. And I'm saying this is amazing. Well, This is amazing to hear a black lady on TV saying it's she shouldn't have the right to speak. And I'm saying we fought for this. Yes. Martin Luther King fought for us to have the right to come out and speak what we want to speak. Now you saying suppress? You know, this is kind of strange. You know, what's going on? We have become what we fought against. Uh, the blacks that you see on the stage of life now who hold themselves out as uh, leaders or role models, these people have become some of the most corrupt, vacuous. Uh, they're not grounded in anything other than their own sense of importance. They will sell out uh, for nickels, for pennies on a dollar. Uh, they have no moral compass. They're, they're morally bankrupt. And the evidence is in what you just saw there. Here we are at every time when Donald Trump came up and said, OK, uh, mayor of Jackson, mayor of all you cities up there, just sit down and reason with me. Tell me what it is you're trying to do. And uh, let's see if we can't make rather than saying, OK, I don't like this. I don't like this guy, but. He's the president. Let's try to work out something for our people. They don't do that. They've got all this so-called pride at the expense of everybody else's needs. And they act and they act on it. And then they leave the community worse off 
And yet, when they get in, in, in power, all they want to do is write grants for themselves so that their friends can be employed. Folks, I'm telling you, black Democrats is what's wrong with this country. Black Democrats is what's destroyed the black community. They won't change. They don't want the universal principles、uh, that Martin Luther King spoke of. All they want to do is some transitory gains for themselves and their family members. And I'm saying to you young black Democrats out there, it's time to roll up on these fools. It's time to peel some caps back. It's time to put some tools on them if necessary. Something's going to have to change, man. I agree,、uh, Kim. That's, what all, that's all I have to say. You take care and God bless you, okay? Appreciate you, Willie. Appreciate it.、Bye-bye. And we're going to talk that, that theme, that, that thread I just gave、uh, in response to Willie, that's going to be part of the five o'clock hour when I talk to the folks over there at WNPR who are in opposition. I'm talking about the hosts that are, not all of them, against the Rowan Middle School being made available to the charter school in Midtown. We're going to go along this. It, it's a group of black people that's holding the black community down. But we'll talk more about that. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. It's Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Want to remind you, our good friend, the AC doctor, would like to remind you it's going to get hot. You're going to get Mississippi hot, slave hot heat down here in Mississippi. And you're going to need an air conditioning running. You want to be comfortable with the AC doctor. Folks, that's, where, that's the guy. Your comfort is their concern. They go out of their way to make sure your system is performing op- optimally. So, what you need to do is give them a call 601 706 4551. Now, you know, you had some problems lingering from last year, and you try to put it off and say, Well, I'll deal with it next year. I got a few months. Well, that time is upon you. Call right now, 601 706 4551. The AC doctor will come out and handle all your concerns. If you just need a systems checkup, and you businesses out there and you big churches,、uh, rather than running that AC unit and heating unit all month long, they can come in there and put some programmers and some timers on that thing. And you may only run it for four or five days out of the month, saving yourself almost 25 days worth of billing on electricity and heating and air conditioning. Folks, these folks are, I'm telling you, I ain't telling you what I heard. I know what they did for our church, and they can do it for yours. The AC Doctor, 601 706 Let's go to Mobile Bob. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, your last caller,、oh, he, his name Willie, right? Willie, yes, sir. Not the Willie crazy that you got, you're always joking. No,、me. no, this is the good <laughs> Willie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was outstanding listening to him, his conversation with him. They got, that's what you call really being woke. Right. Oh,、uh, the Bible calls it discernment.、Uh, that guy has true discernment. He can look at, look at something and discern the truth. I mean, you just, there's, no, there's, no, there's no substitute for that. That's、mm-hmm. priceless. And, it, and like you guys said, he just listened to what. Elon Musk said, and not focus on what the media claims he wants to do, and he was able to discern for himself. It's like, hey, wait a minute, you know, even if the Klan want to get on there and talk,、uh, that's what they'll, you know, over the military, that's what they said we're supposed to be、uh, all around.、Mm-hmm. And, not, and, and like you said, it's like the very thing that black people were complaining about then, they've become.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you don't want somebody saying something you don't want to hear. Well, that's what the, the Klan were doing to black folks, and now that's what you're doing. To some people, people you don't like. Not even necessarily being the Klan, although the Klan have their right to speak too. Right. But just anybody who just says anything contrary to whatever the narrative of the media. You don't want them to talk. That's not what freedom of speech is about. 
And the guy said he just wanted, Elon Musk said he just wants to restore people's freedom to speak, even if you disagree with him. And uh, and these uh, people in the media, like you said, a black lady in the media melts down. Yeah. Well, you know, the what happened on January 6th uh, uh, by the D.C. police and the, and the, uh, the Capitol Police, uh, black people have become everything that we fought against. This is why I keep telling anybody, well, listen, man, I wouldn't put up with this crap. If I was on the other side or with us, I wouldn't. I would not put up with people BSing you, trying to get the advantage over you by making you feel guilty and surrendering your rights because of what your parents or grandparents did. You know what I would, what I would tell them. You know that that butt whooping my granddad gave your granddad. Hey, you have to live with that loss, hoss. Get you some therapy or come over and get another whoop. Make your choice. But this whole notion that we somehow have the moral high ground, we do not, and we don't play the game effectively. We're not attentive. And that's what Willie was picking up about the uh, the uh, the black person who was speaking against what Elon Musk is trying to do. We're not attentive. We're not paying attention to the game. We're being used. And most and see that goes to the heart of what's happening in our educational system with these black men opposing the expansion of educational opportunities to our kids because these black men think that they are the prototype Negroes and that once you get them on the payroll, you don't need another black. You don't need another generation of black. You don't need anybody but them, and they won't leave the stage, and what they're doing is detrimental generationally. And that's what you're seeing uh, 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 unfold here is the short-sightedness of black people who will take money because they went to Harvard or wherever they went, and now they, they're, they're important muckety-mucks. They're role models. They're role models for corrupt individuals who need to be checked, checked, and checked. Or as they say on the streets, they need to have their caps peeled back. <laughs> exactly. And uh, uh, like you, the brush number I used to call it, uh, get even with them. Get, get evenism. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's exactly what's going on right now. They, these folks, like friends that black, well, she knows this is wrong. They mm-hmm. all know it's wrong. They just see it as they're trying to get even. Right. And people are getting even with the ones who didn't do anything to you. Mm-hmm. And that's and again, that isn't how the Bible said we're supposed to operate. But get even with them is well, you did it to my sister. So now we're gonna do it to you. Well, uh, number one, nobody did do anything to you now. And uh, why are you punishing somebody for somebody something their so called ancestors did? And like you said. Um, to the victors go the spoils. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about it is, it, it would be a different thing if we were replacing this with something that would been, you know, with black people complaining about the whole world being against people of color, yada, 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 we should be the last people jumping on a bandwagon of uh, 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 stifling free speech or free enterprise or anything else like that. But yet, there we are, all out there, like I said before. If after 400 years we can't figure out that the Democrat Party is not a friend of the black community, we haven't figured that out. I mean, we don't have to be hostile to them, as you pointed out. We need to abide by the universal spiritual principles Christ outlined about loving one another, forgiving one another, yada, yada, yada. But what we've done is gone beyond that. We've gone back in and begged the same people who enslaved us, who uh, made us uh, participate in Jim Crow, the coarse degradation of, of just being interacting with white Democrats. And we are the tent pole of everything they do in 2022. They they couldn't be as successful as they are creating all the havoc and evil, but for the black black Democrat voting and supporting them. Period. Yeah, they're, they're the uh, yeah they're the legs that's hold the third leg that's holding the Democrat. That's right. Party. They, they are the tent pole of that party. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's he without yeah. If they were to wise up, even a half of them wise up, like uh, Willie, mm-hmm. then the Democrats will come crashing down. And like you said earlier, what they're doing is destroying this country for a generation. Right now, what Biden is doing, all you Biden's riding Biden folks, you are poorer now than you were three to two, two years ago. That's you right. are poorer. Even I'm poorer now than I was two years ago under Biden. And then, you know, okay, I can afford to take a little bit of a, tick, a, a hit on inflation. It won't put me in the poorhouse. But all you riding Biden folks, see, this, this, and then eight and a half percent is a joke. This mm. inflation is double digits, at least 12% right now. Mm. That eight and a half percent, John, that's just a, a, an absolute joke. You, right. That man has made you poorer. Are you happy being poorer than you were under Trump? Really? I don't really believe that. Well, I, it used to cost me $100 to go to Dallas to see my girls. Now it's $400 for the gas, just, the, you know, for the gasoline. It's $400 now. And I'm trying to explain to them, you do, okay, so now you got all, you, you got it off your chest about the racism and all the black pride thing. Okay, so where can you spend that at? You feel good, but now you're sitting there, you can't go anywhere. So my whole thing is these people are going to have to learn the lesson. And uh, this, this is called tough love. But what I see is a re- resurgence. I see the good guys, the white hats, the people on the right, people in the right fighting back. And we're going to win. We're going to beat these people down. This is why I would say to anyone who's in the government, who's 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 siding with these uh, Antifa and BLM, baby, you, you better pick your friends wisely and pick your enemies wisely also. Yeah, you know, you, we felt wealthier when Trump was in office. It wasn't just. Oh, I know. It. Listen, we were off. I know I was, dude. Yeah. Just on gasoline alone, man, I was saving four or five hundred dollars a month on gas. Exactly. Now everybody, we feel everybody feels poor. You ain't have to tell us. We everybody feels it. Like you said, it's a my four one k is ridiculous now. Now I'm so I'm so in the hole. Forget about it. I might want you give it up and get out of the market and just sit on it. It's it's it's, it's so pathetic. My we all everybody feels poor. When Trump was in office, everybody felt wealthier. It felt like almost like the Reagan year. Yeah. That's when you really felt <clears throat> wealthy when the Reagan was in office. Oh yeah, I and had... that's how I was feeling that. And that's how we felt with Trump. And now you all feel you know you feel poor because you are. It ain't just nobody. We're telling you. We know you feel it. That's right. <laughs> Quit faking the funk. You know, here's the deal. At the end of the day, President Trump told us, hey, we need to start building these products. Uh, now we got supply chain problems. He said we need to start building these products back here in America. And now people think, oh, we, China's not releasing all the toaster ovens and things that we need. Maybe we need to do. Yeah, but he tried to tell you, but just like those people hated Donald Trump so much that they're willing to pay $4 a gallon gas. These people in Washington, D.C. hated Donald Trump so much. And now look at us now. We're at the be- uh, beckoning of all these folks who hate us. Rob, we're up against a hard break, unfortunately. Right, Thank you, man. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is it's Tuesday. Glad to be here in the studios. And we do want to remind you, our good friends over at Home Care Plus would like to make available to you the Precision Medical Oxygen Concentrator. That's right, folks. If you have to carry around an oxygen tank, they have a, very, a, a small portable one that goes right on your shoulder. It has a lithium battery that lasts five years. This thing is just rechargeable. It's good to go. We just want to encourage you to check out the Precision Medical Oxygen Concentrator. 
at Home Care Plus. They're located at 864 Wilson Drive in Ridgeland. The number over there is 601-957-9174. Make it light on yourself and make your activities. Folks, you're going to be enjoying, you'll be doing ballroom dancing again. Check it out today. The、uh, Home Care Plus has the special on Precision Medical Oxygen Concentrator. As a matter of fact, that concentrator has the highest concentration of oxygen possible. That's right. They do nothing but the best over there. And they're very resourceful, very knowledgeable. Two pharmacists on staff. If you need your meds,、uh, you can get your prescriptions filled there, compounded. And if you have to pay cash for it, they have the fair pharmacy pricing that goes a long way to save you some pennies. That's the way they roll over there at Home Care Plus. Meet your new friends, visit the showroom. You'll be glad you did. All right, folks, in the studios with us, we have Mr. Tommy Tatum. Tommy called in a couple weeks ago and he was talking about the January 6th. Tommy just happened to be there on January 6th. Tommy. Yes, sir. How are you doing, sir? I've been pretty good. The Lord's in control of everything. As long as we remember that, we're going to be all right. Going to be all right. Well, Tommy, before you want to give a little background about yourself or whatever you want to tell yes, us. Yes, sir. Well, so I、uh, am from the <clears throat> Mississippi Delta, the Greenville, Washington County area.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, for years and years, I used to run、uh, restaurants. And then I got into the radio business down there with a friend of the owner of this station, actually. And、uh, I ran 10 radio stations. And we started the news department with、uh, Tom Churchill. You guys knew Tom Churchill with the weather service、right. stuff he used to do. Right. And he happened to be in town for like 18 months. So we,、uh, he taught me how to do the news, I say. And then around、uh, the middle of January, I mean, middle of 2020, whenever the world was on fire with all this Satanism and communism running amok in our country with all、right. the Black Lives Matter and Antifa burning all these countries down,、right. I felt like the Lord came to me and told me. And this is right about the time COVID was hitting real hard. And it was going to affect my job de- horribly. I said,、uh, hey, I felt like the Lord came to me and said, I want you to start telling the truth about what you know that's going on in the world.、Hmm. And、uh, I started a little website. And I was going to first start off by doing like city council meetings and Washington meetings and then feel good stories and try to make a living doing that. Well, I had no idea the viper's nest of corruption I was wading into, even on that local level. And, that's,、hmm. and that is a whole other story. I'd be glad to tell some other day, but I, I'd rather get to. That ended up me、uh, going to January 6th as a citizen journalist. We、mm-hmm. went, and I was thinking, I had a friend that was going to go. I said, Yeah, I'll go up there. I'll cover the speech. Trump's supposed to say something amazing, whatever, find out what he's talking about, and then be a tourist. Go、right. to, you know, look around. And then let me jump forward. I ended up at the, at the, on the West Terrace where everybody sees the tunnel going up with、right. the fights going on. Right. And、uh, there's a million people behind me pushing me. And slowly but surely,、uh, for like an hour, I kept grabbing people who were sprayed in the face with mace and all that, helping them down because those steps were real, real steep.、Right. But sooner or later, I got pushed all the way up front. And then when all the Capitol Police pushed all those people back out on top of each other, and they were all on top of each other, they landed on my leg, and my leg was on one side of the rail, and then five people laying on my leg on the other、mm. side. And、uh, a three foot backward step behind me, and I only thing I could think of, I better hold on to that rail or I'm going to die. And、uh, I was holding on to it. And then as I'm looking around, they're steadily bear macing us. They're steadily flashbang grenading us,、uh, pepper spray, all of it. I could hear the hissing in my mind to this day.、Mm-hmm. And I would you know, try to cover. I hear that explosion. I'd cover my face up. But then I started looking around, and there was a woman right here, right here beside me. I could touch her with my hand if she was right there laying on the ground. And she was bleeding out of the nose and the mouth. And I couldn't figure out why she bleeding out of the nose and the mouth. Well, I come to realize afterwards that that was Roseanne Boylan. 
they uh they and i and i've got the footage i've seen the footage afterwards where they beat this woman to death they beat and the lady's name is lala moore she's a dc metro cop she hit her two times in the head with a big old long cane stick and two times in the stomach and she died right there right beside me because whenever a guy named jake lang and i've and i've had filed a sworn affidavit with a dc federal judge that jake lang saved my life that day because mm-hmm. as i'm sitting there the only thing i knew to do i'm getting a little emotional the only thing I knew to do was pray. And I was like, Jesus, please, please let a moment of silence or calmness come over this crowd so people can get up and get away. Mm. About that time, somebody comes up behind me and starts trying to pull me up, and my leg is still caught. Right. And I'm like, no, no, you'll break my leg. And the guy heard me. I said, go save those people because there was like 30 people. And this guy, if he hadn't have done what he'd done, four or five or six people would have died that day because I was watching their eyes fade out. Mm. I'm like, no, you can't save my leg. You'll break my leg, but go save them. Turns out a year later, I hear the audio where he's saying, stop it. You're killing them. You're killing them. He gets between us and the cops Mm -hmm. there, and he does. Those cops do stop for half a second. I think they looked at the dead woman on the ground they just killed, and there's no telling what they're going through their mind. But uh, it it allowed – it did exactly what I prayed for Jesus to do. It allowed me to get up, and, uh, and Roseanne's friend was there, rolled her over, started screaming, she's dead, she's dead. And uh, that's part of the story. And right. I want justice for Roseanne Bullen because what they did is they told her family she died of a crystal meth overdose. They cremated the body overnight, and uh, she did not die of a, a meth overdose. She died right beside me at the hands of the Capitol Police. Hmm. So so they killed her like George Floyd was killed and uh, didn't get the same immediate attention. No, well, you know, everybody was focused on Ashley Babbitt at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a journalist I work with. She writes for Gateway Pundit. Her name is Kara Castronova. She's mm-hmm. on Newsmax, too. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was able, actually, I covered the first January 6th trial in D.C. And uh, she had done some good work. And she saw, um, of all places, MSNBC, Morning Joe, was running this footage. And you could see Roseanne Bullen dead, mm-hmm. laying there. And the whole time people were trying to do CPR on her and stuff, they're still spraying them with pepper gas and all that. Mm-hmm. And then they drug her like a dead deer through the halls in somebody's office and then said that she died of a drug overdose. Yeah, and that's that's what I was telling Willie or one of her earlier calls. Uh, what, the, what the black police officers in D.C. did there is the same thing the white Democrats used to do to us. That's why I said we have become what we fought against. We're not going to win this. And there's several reasons why we're not going to win. Number one being uh, we're not grounded in anything – spiritual or universal or truthful or right and number two we're not good at what we do we i mean even at being minions for satan we're not even good at that and we're dealing with some folks who are seasoned devils but all i can say to y'all good luck who are following that path it's not gonna work for you and don't come crying on me crying to me when the bottom falls out of that foolishness but we're talking with tommy tatum now, Tommy, uh, how did that change your life after you got back? Because oh, when I got back, I'm afraid to, to do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm a terrorist. Did, did you hear from the FBI at all? No. I called the FBI. Eventually, after a couple months, I, I, I posted it on uh, one of my moments on YouTube, and I thought I would have got an FBI call for sure. Never did. Eventually, I started hearing on the news where a woman is looking at 55 years for breaking a window. I watched another guy break. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, it's not about me no more. Mm-hmm. I can't let this woman mother of three go to jail for something I watch somebody else do. Mm. So to call the FBI and I tell them I have all this evidence, they don't want it. We'll mm. call you if we need you, and they hung up on me right. twice. Yeah. HBO flew me to D.C. back during the last summer, interviewed me about all of this, and I told them all about Roseanne Bullen dying at the hands of the police. They didn't use any of that. They used five seconds of my footage at the end. Mm-hmm. 
But I do want to say one more thing because now we don't have all night. If before all that happened with Roseanne Bullen, I was back just filming what was going on at the Capitol. Right. And I didn't know what I had for a year until a, a retired New York Police Department detective looked at it. And he saw these five people. I have it on footage. I had it this whole year. It's five people, black and white, all working, plain clothes, professionally trained, working in tandem to break a window at the Capitol. Mm. I offered the police that they don't want it. And I'll say it right here for the whole world here. The FBI is afraid to come knock on my door because what I have completely destroys all their lives and it's going to put them in prison and we're going to take their pensions. Yeah, let's take a quick break here. We're talking with Tommy Tatum. He was there January 6, 2020, uh, 21, rather. And uh, we got a firsthand account of what happened there. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right. Oh, I want to remind you, folks, Withers Floors, withersfloors.com. Become a proud member with Withers Floors. So whenever you need flowers sent, just uh, go on the app and they'll have it sent out to you, uh, to your loved ones as needed. And remember, Mother's Day is coming up, withersfloors.com. We have Tommy Tatum. Tommy, we need, you need to tell people how they can contact you and your website. Uh, and they want to know, can they see this video? Okay, I'm going to tell you the best place you can go see the videos right now mm-hmm. is to go to Rumble, which everybody knows what Rumble is now. It's like mm-hmm. new YouTube. Mm-hmm. And go to uh, American Gulag's Rumble channel, and you'll see where I have, there's about eight or ten, and they've enhanced, and we've unmasked a couple of people that haven't been arrested yet. Mm-hmm. That, but it's American Gulag, G-U-L-A-G, on Rumble, and you'll see a lot of my footage I put up there. I have like 700,000 hits and stuff. Wow. And, it's, uh, and it's, if anybody that would like to support me, you can go to my website. It's called the Washington County Auditor, A-U-D-I-T-O-R.com. And you can click on any of my stories, and I have a place at the bottom where you can donate several different ways, and it would be desperately needed. I'm 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 running on the Lord's money right now, <laughs> walking, <laughs> and, walking in faith. That's walking in faith, but uh, I'm not going to stop, guys. I will not stop until justice is done. I'm going to do what the Lord told me because it's one of the things I have to do to see my daddy again. All right. My daddy passed away in 2017, mm-hmm. and uh, and I would like to say this before I get off. And, two minutes. Uh, okay. And uh, also, you can look for me on any social media site. I'm on all of them. The ones you don't even know exist. And I'm at Tommy Tatum News. At Tommy Tatum News. Like Channing Tatum, but I'm prettier. <laughs> Tommy Tatum News. Um, I was called over Race Pentecostal when I was 14, 15. Felt like the pastor put a prophecy over us. Mm-hmm. And I remember that same night walking, and I said, that's not real. That wasn't real. You know how the devil puts that doubt in your head? And the Lord put the spirit on me. And I'm not saying he knocked me out in the spirit, but I felt the Lord come over me. And I knew it was real. But for 30 years, I could never figure out what that calling was. Mm. You know, I was, I was not trying to sound arrogant, but I could become the best at anything I wanted to do. Mm. Re- restaurant management, fine dining, radio, I was the best. Making $100,000 a year and empty on the inside. In Washington County, Mississippi, that's a lot of money, you know. Right. So when the Lord brought me this and i finally felt like this is a i want people to know that this is a kind of faith it took me 30 years to find my calling to do what god wanted me to do i've never been broker but i've never had more of a clean heart than i have right now well what kind of work would you like to be doing right now i want to start doing some investigative journalism i've had some uh, some offers um you know, I can't really say a couple of the places, but there are places in, uh, I kind of want to do some undercover work mm-hmm. and to answer your question. I would really like to get into, uh, and I would dedicate my life to this is to ending child sex trafficking. All right. Tommy Tatum, that website, your podcast and all that. It's, uh, the Washington County auditor.com. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel, the Washington County auditor, but go to rumble and go to American gulag rumble channel. And you'll see the videos where I, I caught the deep state red handed. Awesome. Tommy Tatum, appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Appreciate Let's take it. a break. We'll be right back. Hey, look.
And it is, <clears throat> it's Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And、uh, we just had、uh, Tommy Tatum in the studios.、Uh, his website is WashingtonCountyAuditor.com. You can go there and get the links to, uh, uh, and contact information for Tommy.、Uh, he's looking to、uh, expand his investigative journalism skills. And、uh, so if you know someone who has need of such, Give him a, 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 a click, if you will. That's Washington Town, WashingtonCountyAuditor.com. He's also, his videos regarding January 6th is on Rumble.、Uh, when you get onto the Rumble page, do a search engine for Gulag. I guess it's on the right hand side of the page, Gulag. And there you'll see different uh, uh, audio videos, rather, for the January 6th. And you can go from there or try to search his name there on that. Or go to his website, Washington County Auditor. Dot com and just contact him directly. He'll be glad to hear from you. All right, and I'm sending you that information, Mr. Bill. And、uh, let's see, can he make this video? Okay, y e a h got that already. All right, folks, it is an open forum here this hour. We've got a couple things we do want to address. And you, folks, here's the deal. First of all, before we get to it, let me tell you about our good friends over at Rapid Tire. Folks, it's beginning to get、uh, warm outside. You need to get you a good set of tires on that car. All right, you've been riding around on prayer and hope, and tires are so thin you can run over a gum wrapper and they'll explode because they don't have any threads on them. Well, now in Rapid Tire Exchange, you can go online, rapidtireexchange.com, and do a search for the tires that you want, and you will be glad to know that you can order them right there and set your appointment time to have them installed. They do good work over there. As a matter of fact,、uh, I need to stop by there, and、uh, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Particularly for those of you outfitting your truck or car, they have all sorts of accessories for your car. They have the WeatherTech mats, they have the WeatherTech uh, uh, cup holder for your phone. I'm talking about a good, sturdy one, one that's not going to be bouncing all over the car, falling on the floor of the car, and all that stuff. This one here holds the phone where you can actually punch a button, touch a button, and make use of the phone. And、uh, it doesn't do all those crazy things that, that some of these cheaper ones will do. This is well built, made. You know how WeatherTech does it. Also, I want to encourage you. As a matter of fact, I ended up using my battery booster.、Uh, you know, I told you they had the little portable one, and I boosted off the old Lex the,、uh, Sunday because I hadn't driven it. And I said, okay, let me. And it turned out I needed a boost. Normally, I'd have to get the truck and pull all around in front of it and do all that. Nope. Reaching the glove compartment, got that. It's well worth it keeping your trunk. We encourage you to do just that. So, again, rapid tire exchange for all the services you need for the undercarriage of your car. CV boots, alignments,、uh, struts, the whole nine yards. You got problems with steering, power steering, you need an alignment, folks, they're your huckleberries. RapidTireExchange.com. Check them out today. All right, folks,、uh, and they're located right across from Walmart there in Clinton, Mississippi, 953 Highway 80, right behind Rapid Oil Change, where you can get that oil change. And you know, all the services come with Rapid Oil Change. They've been around three decades plus. So you know how they do it they do it with quality and pleasing. Services technicians that will make your day.、I、encourage you to check them out today. RapidTireExchange.com. All right. A couple things I do want to touch on here. Now, I mentioned, and folks, there is a theme and there is a method to the madness you hear me talk about daily. I'm concerned with our country. I'm concerned about our country. I love this country. This is not being said for radio purposes or ratings. I really like it here. I think we've got it good here. We're some of the most blessed people on the planet. I have a problem with the ingrates out there who want to take all that America has to offer, want to rape and rob Lady Liberty and drive her down into the dirt face down. And I'm not of that mindset. 
I'm not an angry Negro. I'm not an angry black. I'm not going along with the crap where those who want to destroy this country do so because they feel justified because of some slight or injustice. Hoss, the answer is going to be no. For those of you who hate America, you cannot depend on me to do anything for you. Maybe something to you, but nothing for you. I'm not with you on that. I'm asking that you will cease and desist your,、uh, the, the approaches that you're taking to destroy our country. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to be extremely narrow minded if I have to respond. And all we ask is to be left alone, and you're not content with that. So, my suggestion at this point here if you can't stand pain, you need to change course of action. Be that as it may. All right, I do want to get to, I promise I will talk to my friends over at WNPR, primarily Dr. Henderson and Brother Jones. And there was another guy、uh, who they said they were down at the board meeting for Jackson Public Schools. And、uh, their pleadings seem to be instrumental in the board tabling the uh, uh, motion to provide Rowan Middle School. I don't know if it was a sale, lease, probably going to be a lease. Rowan Middle School to the Midtown Charter School. Now, Midtown Charter School started, what, five, six years ago? And they seem to have finally gotten their footing over there. They're doing, let's just say, they're making, ed- making available educational alternatives. For parents who want something different for their kids, for whatever reason. It may be because the public schools these kids are going to have too many homosexuals prowling the bathrooms, whether it be the teachers or the students, and they don't want their kids in that environment. It could be the, the,、uh, the fights and the general lack of order and chaos. The parents want their kids out of that school. For whatever reason, state law says that if the school fails to perform, At a certain level, I forgot what it is, either C level or whatever, for two or three years in a row, then the parents have an option of pulling their kids, saving their kids from that, from that madness, and have educational choices. And one of those choices is to go to a charter school. And so we have a group of black men. And look, let me be clear. After just promoting free speech、uh, on behalf of what Elon Musk is doing, I don't, I don't want them to think that they can't advocate their position. I just want to point out to them the heirs of that position and the damage it's doing generationally, not only to the black community, <clears throat> not, to these kids, not only to these kids itself, but to the overall growth of America. I've said time and time again the boat anchor that's holding, black,、uh, holding Mississippi back are black Democrats in the way they see the world. I'm very poignant and I'm very pointed in my accusation when I say these things. I know that. And I know it's controversial. But what, what else is controversial? It's all the death and mayhem and crime and, and, and destruction that's going forward as a result of these kids not getting an education and they're standing out in front of these stopping goals, sitting on top of the,、uh, uh, the air machines and sitting over there on the side, bumming and harassing folks because they don't have anything else to do with their lives because their lives have been thrown away because they never got a proper education where they could take care of themselves. And to you black men down there advocating against the rolling school going to the Midtown Center, I'm going to tell you how you have a role in that. And here's what I want to say to you. What are you offering? Midtown Charter School was started by some investors who wanted to provide educational opportunities. To students who need it, black, white, or sky blue, green. And they don't just do it here in, in, in Jackson. They, they got schools all around. And many of you, from what I heard, 
seem to be upset that this thing is a profitable venture, or at least it's not operating in the red. And you have a problem with that. But you don't have a problem with the Jackson Public Schools or public schools in general not operating in the uh, uh, black or operating in the red, whichever the case may be. But worse than that, failing the students. When you start getting down to uh, 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 the, see, the graduation rates to me is a lot different than graduating with the ability to perform at grade level. When they pat themselves on the back and start kissing each other on the mouth because they're kids,、uh, they raise the graduation rates of the students. But what are the competency rates of these kids? What are the reading levels of these kids? Now, until you start asking Jackson Public School Board members and Dr. Green, dude, well, why are we failing in all these areas? What are y'all doing to, to turn that around? Then don't get mad at the people who started the charter school. Or the parents who wanted to send their kids to charter school for making that choice when all you big, pompous black men out there who oppose this, you had every opportunity to start a school, but you were too busy being on the radio talking about how everybody else is doing it wrong. Kim, you're on the radio too. Me too, then. Here's the thing here's some white boys doing what we won't do for our own kids. Now, y'all sat up there, you got behind Joe Biden because Donald Trump was a racist. You didn't ask Joe Biden not one damn thing about for,、uh, on behalf of these kids and their education. You didn't ask him for one. You know how we know you didn't? Because what Joe Biden offered the black community was crack pipes. So now it raises the question to me anyway to Dr. Henderson, Brother Jones over there, and whoever the other third person was. What's your motive? What's in your wallet? Why are you doing this? You oppose Rowan Middle School going to this Midtown Charter School, which is doing a jam up job considering what they have to work with. Are you worried about the $9,000 per head that's going to the school as a result of the students de- deciding to choose that school for their educational choice? I understand that. But why aren't you asking the question? Mr. Green, why do these people want to leave? Not once have I heard you guys say, Jackson Public School, what's the problem over here? You want to act like the Midtown Charter School set out to destroy public schools. Now, here it is. You got, black, you got these schools ran, for, ran by all blacks for the most part, and kids are getting the worst education ever since slavery. Yet, when white folks w a s running the schools and giving us separate but equal, our parents were better educated with an eighth grade education than we are with 16, 20 years of schooling. And you don't ask them, what's going on with that? Sally Norwood, I ain't heard not one piece of legislation that you have offered or gotten behind that's going to turn this thing around. What I see with black politicians, black、uh, caucus members, you get behind whatever the、uh, educational establishment says. Which is fine if what they were、uh, proposing and doing was moving the needle and these kids were getting an education where they were functional in the three R's. Can you make that case? If, it can't, if you can't, Sally Norwood, I need to know what's in your wallet. Who are you doing this for? Why would you oppose 
Rowan Middle School being made available to Midtown Charter School, which is serving the same students who get the same $9,000 that Dr. Green had access to, that because he's so busy being Dr. Green, being Dr. Green, that he can't get down to brass tacks. You know, look, folks, I know you Negroes. You all into your acronyms. But back when, back when these teachers didn't have anything but, in many cases, a BA or a BS, or in many cases didn't even have that. They were teaching kids on the,、uh, on the chalkboard in the kitchen. People were better educated as a result of that teaching than they were with all these vaulted degreed folks. I ain't trying to drop no salt. I'm just saying, Hoss, what's in your wallet? Who are you doing this for? Blacks my age, Dr. Henderson, Sherry, Sally Norwood, and whoever else. Dude, dang. Lean back, bro. Fall back. Y'all taking too much. Everything is about you and your connections. Your friends on the school board and the school、uh, educational apparatus. Dude, ain't nobody got no problem with y'all coming up. Ain't nobody got no problem with you getting papered up. Ain't nobody got a problem with your pockets on swole. But damn it, what about these kids, man? You up there opposing Rowan Middle School going to Midtown Charter. And you're saying that the middle school, Rowan Middle School, should be made available for you guys to have for economic development centers or some crap like that. Bruh, you can't even keep the damn radio station going over there. I ain't trying to drop no salt. Cut the crap, man. These are our kids. So every time you guys, listeners, every time you pull up to a stop and go, a mini mart, and you see all those young fellas standing out there, Those are the victims of these Negroes who are opposing Rowan Middle School being made available to Midtown that's trying to make a difference because they got their connection. They have their relationships. These are the same Negroes that w a s telling us that we had to make that bond money available to fix the schools up so these kids have a good learning environment. Now, Midtown is saying the same thing. Y'all fix Rowan up, you close Rowan, let us get in there and have a good learning environment. And who's opposing it? Black men. Now, you would think if their motives were pure, what they would do is say, okay, let Midtown Charter School get in Rowan Middle School, and then Midtown Charters, let us just have one of these rooms where we can do our economic development dope boy magic crap. No. They want to have a whole school that they can't afford to keep the damn lights on and make Midtown limp alone over there where they are. But, you know, they're going to do a good job with what they got. But the point is, what is the motives of these black men doing this? Because I see the same thing with black women, the Stacey Abrams of the world, the Katenji Browns of the world, these, these, these abortion uh, uh, mongo, uh, mongering women. Our babies don't have a damn choice, a chance rather, with what black leadership is raining down on them. Because we are some selfish people. My generation is eating up every damn thing. Won't let nobody else come up. Benny Thompson, perfect example. $80 million, and he can't figure out what black folks need. Well, you know what? 
We know Benny, we know Benny ain't investing in Fair Street. He ain't investing in Bolton. And I'm just saying, guys, when does it stop? How much more do y'all need, man? What a brother got to do? Who do I need to say on behalf of these kids? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Hey, look, I'm on my soapbox, but it's for a reason, guys. Listen, we don't have to do it like this. I just see the black community being plagued. I mean, this we're being preyed upon by older black men and women who came up through the 60s, 70s, and 80s. They won't leave the damn stage of life. They up there because they were the first Negroes out of the box with the set aside and all that stuff, and they're making deals that's killing the community. And I should say 90s too. Don't forget 80s, the last 40 years. And we can't sustain this anymore. We just can't do it. When you see these tight fate sisters on TV talking about the glory of aborting babies, right now in the black population, is not reproducing at a rate that, that <laughs> folks, between the abortion mill, between, and and let me just be clear, Judge Reeves, I like Judge Reeves. I actually think he's got a good judge bearing about him. I like the way he does it. I don't agree with a, a lot of his rulings. It's, it's killing the black community, particularly as it relates to what he's done with the public schools. Kim, I'm only ruling what the law says. Bruh, You've been overturned a lot of damn times. So it ain't like you're concerned about the law every time. Sometimes it's just some things just the right thing to do. When you allow the NAACP and the Southern Poverty Law Center to come into your courtroom and basically bring a lawsuit that just strips the order and decorum out of our public schools on behalf of some degenerate, some lowbrow or somebody who don't even want to be in the damn school, in the classroom. So you're going to make the, the school uh, palatable for somebody who don't want to be there and the other 24 students in the classroom who want to get an education can't because that person who don't want to be there that you're saying got to be forced to stay there, kept there rather, nobody else can get an education. So you just killed 25, year, 25 kids in their future. Dude, we got to start thinking differently. We got to come up. All these legal scholars, y'all got to come up with something different. Then you add that to add that on with the abortion that's being promoted by uh, Eric Holder and his family. Eric Holder's family is one of the biggest abortion providers in the country. Former former U.S. attorney. Stacey Abrams. What she did in the, in the movie 2000 Muse, you can go to 2000muse.com and get your ticket for uh, Wednesday, May 4th to attend it there in Pearl. But what you're going to see in that movie, Stacey Abrams, what she did, bro, she brought it. I mean, she may as well put us on the on, on the floor of the slave ship. Black leadership needs to be confronted. And what the hell's going on? What are y'all doing? These preachers who so, supported Joe Biden and didn't get anything. You didn't ask for anything. And the evidence in your hand got revealed when he offered the black community crack pipes, man. And you hate me because I'm a conservative because I roll and I'm ride or die Trump. You can hate me, hoss. 
As I told you, I would join. If I could form, look, I would lead the damn clan against y'all. And come snatch you up out your house and explain the program to you clearly. Because what you're doing, you, the people that I've just described, the black leadership of today, remember, they didn't care here in Jackson, they didn't care if you had a glass of water. And they got in that position to do that to us, talking that black talk. They didn't care whether or not we'll be able to get our garbage picked up, talking that black talk. Bro, I'm sick of this crap. I'm sick of the scam. I'm sick of the game. So I want to know what's in it for you. Y'all always talk about how, how the white man taking care of me and, 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 and paying me to say these things. What's in your wallet? Who paying you? I know who paying you. The set aside Negroes. The Negroes who've been getting these water contracts. These sewer contracts. And the ones who are raping JPS. To remodel these schools and then come back and shut the school down the next year. So you can make a little money. And so the people who are doing this, you know, you know who's behind them? The NAACP. The AFL-CIO. Because of their hatred, along with the teachers union, which is part of the AFL-CIO, all part of the same Democrat coalition. They don't want the schools to be successful. So you got the same black folks who said in those meetings, meetings back in the late uh, early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, talking about how we need to take over our schools and govern them ourselves. These are the same folks who sat there. And now they're the main ones making sure our kids don't get an education, but get public education. Whether public education actually educate our kids is not even important anymore. Oh, Hoss, these people got to go. I don't mean maybe or perhaps they have to go. And as Malcolm said, by any means necessary. Y'all wrong, man. You're wrong as apartheid. You can't get right. So when Dr. Henderson, come on, uh, Master D, call him out for me. Tell him what I said. When he comes on the air tomorrow night, I want him to address this. What's in your wallet, Dr. Henderson? Why are you doing this? Why would y'all be advocating for an economic enterprise center or whatever it is y'all trying to do? Uh, what they say, use it as a hub for economic development. Okay, fine. You need the whole damn school. You can't let Midtown get in there and do their magic with the kids. You need the whole school. Really? Okay. Dr. Henderson, you good with the business plan? Show us your business plan for something like that. Show us how it's going to work. It's going to be the same business plan that Vern Gavin presented to the Hines County Board of Supervisors, where the sole, force, sole source of funding is going to be you and I, the taxpayer, and grants. You would think that the economic development that they uh, kinder and engender would fund the whole program. But read his proposal. Folks, this ain't nothing but a scam for some old, rusty Negroes to continue to get paid at the expense of the community. This is some crap. I'm flat, full square against it. And as I told y'all, I don't need a chorus of a thousand to agree with me. I stand out there by myself, me and the Lord, the Lord and me. And guess what? Y'all still outnumbered because you're in the wrong.
You can't get right. You're wrong as apartheid. And this is not tough talk. I'm just saying, what y'all doing is wrong, man. Why all the problems that need to be solved in the county, in the, in the city, and all these other places? Why is it they constantly do things that leave us worse off with no water, no sewer? They want easy. These ain't businessmen. These are hustlers. These are con men. Folks, have you noticed since the so called garbage contract thing has settled down, we're not seeing all that trash up and down hanging moss anymore, huh? All up and down 220 anymore, huh? You wonder, you think somebody was throwing that out trying to make waste management look bad? I know somebody was、uh, doing something like that with the、uh, sewage trucks down there at the Byram uh, uh, water treatment plant. Or whatever that is down in Byron. One of these minority set aside guys. And I ain't telling you something that I don't know. I'm talking to, I'm telling you, I heard something from the, from the driver. That's how we got up under this EPA consent decree. So it would stand to reason that same mindset would pay somebody to go throw trash all up and down Hanging Moss, all up and down 220, all over the city. Whatever the waste management trucks would run. See, that whole mindset right there, they ain't trying to make our community better. They want to be the richest Negro in the room when you walk in there. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm done with this, man. This is why I say to you young black Democrats out there, y'all busters. Why don't you be like these rap boys? I give more credit to Lil Wayne, Master P, Dre, Q. Than you so called black caucus members. Because Lee Stone Brothers put the game in a, in a chokehold, made it work. All y'all doing is getting retirement benefits and a few hundred dollars from this、uh, lobbyist group or the other. Man, I've never seen such weak leadership in my life. And you know what? We don't need any more leaders. We need some good project managers, some good stewards. I was looking at a, 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 a church that's an institution, been around since the 1900s. Man, they got so much broken down properties around here. And, and ain't nothing wrong with the property other than they need somebody with some vision to go on there and get them back up and run. These are the brothers and sisters who built that stuff, man. They built it with bushels of lima beans being sold, crowder peas being sold. And now we got more PhDs and lawyers and millionaires and everything else, and all this stuff just falling down around us. Oh, man, I'm telling you, put me in charge. I'll break this crap up at the door. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. The final few minutes, well, the final 20 minutes. Hey, I want to remind you, State Farm Agent Extraordinaire, my friend and yours, John Dorsey. John stands at the ready to help you with all your homeowners, auto, and renters insurance. Folks, you can call. He'll give you a quote 601 790 2600. John,、uh, John Dorsey is located there in Ridgeland, Mississippi, right next to the McDonald's. And、uh, you'll be glad that you called up there and got the information. He is very resourceful. He knows insurance. And, folks, he is a man of integrity and he's a pillar in the community.、Uh, if there's a project that's going to make Ridgeland better, make Mississippi better, John Dorsey, State Farm Agent Extraordinaire, is right there with his shoulder against the wheel. Hat tip to John. Again, that number is 601 790 2600. All right, who do we have? We have April on the line. Hello, April. Hi, Kim. Hi, This、you. is April. Hey, what's going on? 
I want to uh, see whenever David L. Archie's going to fix our roads out here. Where are you where are you located? I'm living on East Cox Ferry Road. Okay, okay, let's see. Uh, I tried to call in uh, whenever he was on air and everything, mm-hmm. but no, it's uh, our bridge <coughs> is fixing to fall down. Uh, somebody's come out and put a cone on the bridge, and it's fixing to fall down right beside my house, and we've got uh, potholes for days. i tell you what you do. I'm going to, uh, when you hang up, I'm going to, when you stop, I'm going to have my uh, producer get your number, and I'm going to pass it on to David. He'll, he'll call you. He's done okay. it before. Yeah, he sure will. And, you know, that's one of the things he's saying. There's $10 million that's been made available to Hines County. Vern Gavin, uh, Bobcat McGowan, and Criddell Calhoun wants to spend it on expanding the number of county employees they have and giving the county employees brand new offices uh, with that one-time money. And David wants to spend it on bridges and roads. And, uh, so well, he, he, he needs to fix our road out here. It's been like this for, I've called in before about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, my husband's called in uh, before about it. And it's just, I mean, uh, it's it's terrible out here. Yeah. Well. Uh, you, <clears throat> I, I have to go one way. Our neighbor came over and put some stuff in some holes right by our house because they were so deep. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, the bridge right past me is fixing to collapse. Hmm. Now, well, I know that's out of uh, that goes to a different person to to uh, redo the bridge because I think they did it about two or three years ago. They had to uh, replace the bridge down here by us, and uh, but now it's falling in again. The same bridge. The same bridge. Well, that doesn't sound okay. Well, that was well. Anyway, I'm, he's going to get your number. I'm going to pass it on to David, and uh, let's see what happens on that. I'd like to know myself. All right. Well. Thank Let me get my glasses on, and, and uh, uh, but I'll give him my phone number, and he can call me. All right, we're going to put you on hold, okay? Okay. All right. All right, our number is 601-879-0002. And uh, David, he, he'll do what he can. But that's what he's talking about, man. We're wasting all this money on another department and then giving all the employees who are there. See, if you got to give an employee a new office, a new cubicle, you know what they're doing? They're sitting there pushing paper. Coming up with rules and regulations to make your life harder. You, the hardworking taxpayer of Hines County or the business person in Hines County. We don't need an expansion of that. We need the roads and bridges fixed. All right, I want to make a point. Someone asked the question <clears throat> about my uh, pointing out that the uh, uh, people who have been vaccinated are now generating or emanating a MAC address that can be picked up by Bluetooth and others. It's absolutely true. Now, you don't want to accept it. That's fine. I mean, all you got to do is go to your settings uh, on your uh, cell phone and click on Bluetooth. It'll tell you who's all around generating a a signal. And uh, in some cases, you may not have any. It may not come up at all. But, oh, but it's coming up, baby. And uh, I won't be found wrong on this. Somebody sent me an email saying, Kim, you're, you're, you're headed over out over your skis on this one, son. No, bro, whatever I tell you, you can take to the bank. These people are up to evil and no good. This vaccine, the vaccine that they want to give your kids, Pfizer just got approved from FDA to give your kids, what, down to seven months old or a certain weight level? These people are evil, man. But that's fine. Go ahead and give it to you. If you turn your uh, Bluetooth setting on and you see that you are emanating a MAC address, as far as Kim is concerned, I can't speak for anybody else. Dude. You have a right to do whatever you need to do to address that situation. If you feel like somebody gave you that vaccine or they lied to you about what was in the vaccine 
And now they got you. It's essentially like coming out of prison and they call being on paper. They have you on paper. They can track and trail you like a, a, like, like a coon being hunted. That's what it is. That's, that's exactly what's going on here. And the same thing with about the snake venom. Folks, I'm not going to be found wrong on this. Like I said before, I, was, I had taken the last six pills of my ivermectin uh, uh, dosage the day that I went into the hospital. And I'm pretty strongly convinced now, in light of what the guy was saying about the snake venom, that, that's what kept the ram disavere from taking me out. Along with the Lord's grace and mercy, having had me take the iver- ivermectin before I went in there. And ivermectin is one of those preventatives that the government don't want you to have. All of a sudden, we can't have this out here available to everybody. Well, what difference does it make? You say it doesn't work. And it's not a threat, certainly not a threat like the COVID vaccine is. Folks, this is what I'm saying. And this applies to what I was saying about the brothers who are on the stage of life now and what they're doing to our kids. Uh, as an example, the Rowan Middle School and the Midtown Charter School uh, situation. We just have so many people who are on the take in one form or fashion who are willing to take money at the expense of future generations. This is not what America has always been about. This is not what black people have always been about. This is not what you were always about. But this is what you're about now because the first person took the money, came back and bragged, and now they pushed the envelope on, 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 on graphing corruption. Now everybody wants to get in on it. Now you got the state medical directors all around the country who appear to be on the take, pushing vaccines that they say is going to vaccinate you against the coronavirus. Here we got the vice president who's been vaccinated, boosted, wear a mask and everything else, still catching the virus. So the vaccine is not even a vaccine for that. They say it's making it milder. They don't have any proof of that. And they have no guarantee to show that it's going to be milder for you. But yet you still have to take it. Folks, this is why what Elon Musk did this week is so important and it's so indicative of where we're headed. Folks, we're headed for a showdown. There's going to be some furniture moved around here. And if you're scared, say it and quit shaking and faking and know that. So we'll know that we can't depend on you to stand and fight. But for the rest of us, baby, we're going honey badger on you. You're going to know you are in a fight when you get done. You're going to wish you had left us alone. Because even if you win, the, lo- the length of time it's going to take you to heal is going to remind you every day you don't ever want to fight like that again. So I'm just telling you, folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get right to the cause. All right, we're back. Folks, I want to remind you, this Wednesday at 3 p.m., there's going to be a town hall meeting, or a Zoom call, if you will. Uh, it's going to help uh, you get a better understanding on what you can do to help and protect vulnerable voters. These are people in group homes and nursing homes who were abused uh, in uh, 2020 rather by the Democrat Party. You know, my daughter called me. She said, Dad, they've got somebody in here registering folks uh, uh, to vote. Uh, Not registering, but voting on behalf of people. And they're standing here at the nurse's station just signing their names. And uh, uh, it's going to be a virtual briefing. It's led by a former... uh, Ohio Attorney General Ken Blackwell, I believe it was. And uh, uh, it's going to be April 27th. And you can go to triple dove protect vulnerable voters.org. Triple dove protect vulnerable voters.org. If you work in a group home, uh, you might want to get on here and find out uh, how you can 
spot the、uh, Democrats coming there trying to steal the votes of these elderly people, many of them who are incapacitated, who are unable to、uh, vote on their own, and their names are being signed and filled out、uh, against their will, against their knowledge. Again, that's this Wednesday at 3 p.m. You can go to www.protectvulnerablevoters.org. All right, let's have Sylvia on the line. Hey, Sylvia. Hello. Hey, Kim. Hey. Hey, Kim. I'm going to be quick because you're almost out of time. You know, you mentioned earlier how people hate America and the ones who are griping and complaining about living here and、mm-hmm. stuff, especially black folks who do the griping and complaining. Right. Well, all I wanted to say is the following. These females who do all this griping and complaining try living in Saudi Arabia, try living in some parts of South America, try living in India, and then get back with me and let me know how you were treated there and where you would really like to be here in the United States of America, which is the greatest country on the planet, or one of those other places. And that's all I wanted to say for the females who hate, especially black females who said they hate. In other places, black folks aren't really liked at all. They don't have to worry about being racist here, quote unquote. And,、um, but that's all I wanted to say. Have a good evening. Thank you. All right. Our、right, number 601. That's it. All right. And well, we appreciate that. And, you know, like I'm saying, you know, I don't understand the hate, especially from people who, for the most part, depend on the goodwill of others of this country to help float their vote. And I'm saying, dude, what is your point? But anyway, they'll figure it out. Well, once this is destroyed, tearing the fabric of society is no small feat. Repairing it is no small feat either. So、uh, you can go down that road if you want. I want to remind you, folks, <clears throat> the movie 2000 Mules, you can go to 2000mules.com and get your tickets for the showing of that documentary.、Uh, that's going to be May 4th, Wednesday, at the、uh, theater there in Pearl, Cinemark. You can go to 2000mules.com. I guess type in your zip code and it'll tell you、uh, what location you can go to to get、uh, the, the view the movie. You can purchase your tickets there. And、uh, we at WYAB on the Kim Wade Show would like to encourage as many folks who can. I know it's, it's back to、uh, church on Wednesdays. I think this is be something that you really need to do. You need to see this.、Uh, but you know, you be led by the Spirit on whether or not you go. But that is uh, uh, Wednesday, May 4th. Uh, at the Cinemark Theater. You can go to 2000mules.com and get your tickets. And uh, uh, we need to, folks, we need to get informed. And as I said, so many things you heard me say are going to be made manifest. And this is what I was saying too uh, uh, about the Rowan Middle School thing. These people, these blacks who are on the stage of life today, in many cases, are what I call the sons of Jesse. Jesse Jackson ushered in the, the era of the selfish black leader. After Dr. King was killed, Jesse ushered in the, the notion that it's okay to steal and take from the people who trust you implicitly and who need you the most. It's okay to gather all unto yourself and deny others who have a legitimate claim to all the resources that the so called set aside Negroes are keeping for themselves. It belongs to the community. And certainly the education of our kids is something that we should cherish and strive for. I just find it unconscionable that black men would get up there and do that. Uh, to the charter school there, even if it is owned by white folks. White folks invested in that black community before you did. Keep it real, bruh. Dr. Henderson, I'm expecting you to dress this tomorrow night. You've been on the air talking that Yang 30 years. What you gonna do?
Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.